Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of Top of the Tier. My name is Samav and I'm joined by my good friend George. George, how are you today, mate? Uh, absolutely fantastic. Absolutely great. Do you know what? It's, it's a beautiful summer's day and the breeze is um, stupendous. If you know, you know. I understand the phrase, but I would say the opposite. Like, it's just insanely cold. The, the weather's a joke. England, England's a joke. It changes from one week to the next. We're gonna we're gonna let's introduce Cameron before he gets mad because last time we it, we took ten minutes to introduce him, but we've got um, our first time returner to the podcast, uh, Cam John Miller, the one the one the, the one the only. How are you doing, mate? Oh boy, it's an honour to be back. To be the first person invited back is an absolute honour. I heard that my last pod had the most female viewers ever. So <laughs> to all the to all the lovely ladies out there, yes, I am still single, and my Insta is Cam John Miller. If you actually get female, if you if you get female attention from this, Cameron, I will buy you a pint. Oh, I think I've already got all I wanted if I get female attention from this. We could, we could promote it. We could promote the podcast at his wedding as well. I'm not gonna. I'm not. <laughs> Imagine the official sponsors of my wedding. <laughs> From to weddings, they do it all at all. Fucking hell. Okay, but I think think it's a pipe dream, Cameron, but I hope you get the, like, what I'll say is the first time we we ever went out, Cameron had, was it four or five? (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Let's not, let's not expose our nights out amount on the podcast. Let's just leave it there. I didn't didn't come on here to be vilified. Okay, and if, and, if, and if, if we start talking about nights out, I know what kind of things will come up about me. So let's just leave it. <laughs> or what pitches, but okay, I move on to football. <laughs> okay, back to the actually. Um, firstly, let's just get it out of the way. The whole of last, the last time Cameron was on, it was an, actually an archive season, but we just discussed we uh, we discussed the merits of SPL. We did, yeah. But congratulations, Cameron. 55, oh boys, I was never in doubt. I've said it for years. You boys didn't believe me, but it finally happened and what a way for it to happen. Celtic capitulating. Beautiful. <laughs> I didn't I did not believe that Rangers were capable of winning the SBL. It's just... I, I, I can't, to be honest, I can't remember what we were arguing about, but it's probably just something to do with the quality of the league. It was probably something like that. But yeah, We have argued fair, many times about Rangers versus Celtic as well, but I think the last time on the pod it was... Uh, you guys saying how the SPL is a farmers league, I believe. And I mean, it, I mean it is, but <laughs> even so, fifty-five years is mad. And like the fact, not fifty-five years, fifty-five. What is it? What did you say? Fifty-five league titles. League, t- league title. I was going to say fifty-five years is the most <laughs> successful team in football in history. I think it's crazy how like Celtic had won nine years in a row. Like this is this would have yeah. been their crowning tenth year, and it's like not just the fact that Rangers have won it, but just the way. Celtic have just capitulated. Like it's, it's just not the sign of like a championship team. Oh, I know. I don't. I don't know what happened. It, it came a bit out of the blue. What do you think? Why do you think? Um, like, start with Celtic. Actually, like, why do you think they, they've gone out this way? Like, they haven't even challenged you. Well, I think ever since Brendan Rodgers left, they have been in a decline. He he brought a certain mentality, a winning mentality, and made gave the work ethic that they needed to be champions. Even in Rangers' absence, they always had that. But then since he's left, they've had Neil Lennon. And since Neil Lennon's come, he's a good man motivator, but I'd say he's just a poor man's Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Bit of a 
he's he's just he's they've been slowly in decline and at a certain point when the best players just aren't performing he's got no backup and he just kept on repeating the same mistakes and then time and time again they put too much faith in him in the end since what he has done at Celtic is win a lot of trophies but they should have cut ties sooner since he was just taking them nowhere and then and then next thing you know it was too late and they've had the season they've had I think the the thing with Rangers last season it was it was, it was really competitive last season I remember watching the the derby last season uh, when you beat them and I think that put you topped in it. It's just it was a capitulation afterwards. But I think the difference this season has been obviously you've been able to maintain your form for longer period. And you were, I mean, like, I mean, the the league title was over ages ago, wasn't it? Really? I mean, you were miles ahead. Yeah, but it's even to do what we've done in Europe. Like even Celtic haven't had a good run in Europe during the nine years are out. And a big thing that's happened is next year it means. Uh, uh, Scotland have an automatic place in the Champions League group stage, which is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. So whoever wins the title next season, they've got they're going automatically in Champions League group stage. You're going to have so it's not automatic next season. So all Rangers go into qualification. Uh, not so it starts. Or... So the way it works for the coefficients is it will be on next year's position. So the coefficients will update from this season, but they won't come into effect till the end of next season. So uh, Rangers still have to do qualifiers this year, but then if we win the league next year, then we'll be automatic Champions League group stage. That's actually really See, I didn't know that. So yeah. What is it that your your coefficient has gone up because of your doing well in Europe? Yes. Yeah, so... Yeah, since to be fair, last year Rangers and Celtic both made uh, Celtic the last sixteen, Rangers the quarterfinals. Uh, year before that, Rangers last sixteen, and Rangers have also made the uh, quarterfinal uh, last sixteen quarterfinals like every year for the last three years. So it means the coefficients now moved up. So I think we're twelfth in the world, and it basically means we're guaranteed a Champions League group stage spot unless the winner of both the Europa League and Champions League. Uh, uh, don't qualify for the Champions League, which is quite unlikely. But you never know with the English teams nowadays. I, don't, I mean, to, to be honest, in the Europa League, I just hope that we beat Slavia Prague, who knocked you out. To be honest, because I mean, the whole thing that went on with with them and the game with you and Camera that was that was a bit ridiculous, wasn't it? I don't, was I it was it obvious to tell that kind of thing had happened in the game? Oh, I, I, seconds as soon as it happened, I sat at my flatmate Aaron and I was like, "He's definitely just said something racist." That was racism. That like it was it's a reaction. It, you knew it? from the split second that what he'd said was racist. Like you didn't know what he'd said, but you could just tell. Because my my guess was like the fact is you wouldn't run to a player and then do that like whisper into the ear, cover your lips, and then the fact is his other teammate heard it straight away. Like his other teammate didn't confer mm. with um, with him. Yeah, Zungu, Zungu. Yeah, yeah. yeah Zungu knew straight away. He went for it before Kamara just looked shell shot. Zungu went for it, and he could just tell. And then you see, if you see Golden runs over and Kamara says like two words to him, then Golden flips as well. Once he heard what's happened, you just you could just see the shock on Kamara's face. It, oh, it's disgusting. Has, has anything, and has anything happened yeah. in that case? Is it still in review or like? Uh, so, so Cudela, he played against Wales in the European uh, World, sorry, World Cup qualifiers now, isn't it? And Bale gave him a nice little elbow, which I think was appreciated up here. Yeah. Uh, but he has he uh, Slavia Prague said he wasn't going to f- uh, return to play Arsenal, but that was since he they've got charged against the police, so the police had planned to question him, so he's no longer coming for that game. And UEFA have now said he's got a temporary suspension, so that's another reason he won't be playing against Arsenal. Which I mean. I was half hoping to see Thomas Party to fit him or something, but you know it's better to see a racist not on the pitch. It's like it's hard. It's hard to rely on any Arsenal player actually attempting to hurt Cudella. Uh, to be honest, with the the players we've got, and to be honest, it might. I mean, it might get quite nasty anyway. But I just hope we absolutely batter them. To be honest, 
Yeah, I was a bit worried. I was like most, uh, I was like most teams are like, oh, they just absolutely smash Cadella. But with Arsenal, I just feel like they get too scared. Like I don't trust them one bit to hurt anyone. And the thing is, it'll be a tough game anyway. I mean, knocking Rangers out and then obviously knocking Leicester out very comfortably as well. The round before, um, it'll be a tough game, but. I don't, they, I, they, I'd were, still they were the better it's... team. They were yeah. a very good team, I have to say. They were the better team, but I can't like they were the better team throughout. We, I think, when the title almost negatively impacted us since before the first leg, we'd been drinking the last three days. The whole team, so I think we kind of that kind of let us down. Then the second leg, we just never got going at Ibrox. But they were the better team. They deserved to go through, and they were very solid. Knew what they were doing. Well, I love see. our camera said we. See, he was also fucking necking them back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I had one or two, I'm pretty sure. I love it. But, well, let's see the merits of the Premier League then. Let's, we'll, we'll find out how good Arsenal are, if they can. Well, I mean, Leicester, but I think Leicester, Leicester yeah. got beaten them by them comfortably as well. So I don't know if it's just the case for us, whether we show up or not. Because, I, I mean, the game last week, uh, last weekend against Liverpool was appalling. Like, we were absolutely terrible. Um but, um, but up until that point recently, we've looked quite good. So uh, it's hard to tell of us, but I suppose at the same time, the Europa League is the kind of one thing that we're still competing in. So you'd, you'd like to think we might turn up. Yeah, I mean, no excuses. For that one, but... we, we've already said it last week, but um, I mean, last episode, we've already said that it should be United and Arsenal in the final. They don't meet for the final. So it should be. It like, should be, yeah. Should comfortably be the two strongest teams left in the, in the, in the competition. So it should be that. I, I, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to look beyond United at the moment to win it. But I, but I, the thing is, a little while ago, and I was watching us play in the Europa League. I was thinking, like, we, we could definitely beat anyone in a one-off. But then, and as the Liverpool result shows, that I mean, we still have performances like that in us, like where we just look very inept of kind of any ideas and anything really. So it's it's hard to tell. But yeah, you like to think it'd be United Arsenal final anyway. Yeah, but um, speaking of that, actually, Arsenal Liverpool. Um, I'm guessing we all watched the match yesterday. Yeah, I just can't, I honestly think that's one of the worst defensive performances I've ever seen by an individual, like an individual defensive performance. Like <laughs> there were memes. We're talking about there. Arsenal here. No, 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 I'm talking about Trent. I'm talking about the Trent, the game, Liverpool. Oh, Liverpool, 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 Real Madrid. Okay, yeah. That was you know, one of the worst. Well. That was one of the worst individual defensive defensive performances I've ever seen. Like mm. there, were, there were many, many memes if you saw on Twitter yesterday about Trent. I think that that generally was the case, and he even got an assistant, Trent, for them. Yeah. Uh, so, would you what about the? What do you think of the fame, the now famous Gary Neville, Jamie Carragher? Right? Would you be taking Trent to the Euros? Who would be your two right backs? Well, well I mean, in I mean, if you listen to the podcast, you 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 know we made a, a tier list. You, you yeah, you know I <laughs> I like to listen, but I haven't listened to newer episodes because you no longer have it on Apple Podcasts, it which will be I listen to. Since it will be I don't have Spotify. Can I quickly just well, say, we like, had we had. Can I quickly just say well, that Carragher and Neville thing was actually embarrassing. Like just the way they were just swipe, like especially Carragher was just swiping at Neville was just actually really hard to listen to. I don't know if you if you mm. if you watched the segment, but it's like I haven't seen it. Like, yeah, I was annoyed YouTube. when he was it's just... on YouTube, George. It's like half an hour long, but mm. it's a very yeah. Good, he, was, he, was, he was he got asked a question, and Gary Neville was explaining the question, and then he he but David Jamie Carragher was just saying, "Oh, it's not your opinion, though," and he it's just he just wasn't really understanding. It. I don't know exactly what you're saying. Well, was I think in our, our when we did the it. tier list, the the two right backs we had were Trent and. I mean, we like we, we said Trent and James would be our two, but I think we also had Wan Bissaka in the discussion. I think something like that. 
But I mean, I think it's quite clear that Southgate doesn't like one Bissaka. He's never been in any, in any of his squads, so he, I don't think he'll get in. Trent was a very surprise omission. But I mean, if the if the omission was kind of for his recent form, um, then that Real Madrid game would have done that him no favors. But I, I do, I do, I do still think he's our best right back, and I, I think he's better. I think he's better than Walker, and I'd take, I'd still take him and Reese James. I think as my two. Probably, See, but I mean, I, yeah, the the Madrid game he was really poor. My issue is as good as Trent is attacking wise. Like you look at the Madrid game, Madrid were literally targeting his left side. Two of Madrid, two of Madrid's goals was literally from his them targeting his side, his position. You can't like if this is if this is Real Madrid. Like what about when Fra- you know England play France? What if England play like all the top teams at the World Cup? They'll literally do the same thing. Like as good as he is attacking wise, and we've got the, and the other thing is we've got a lot of good attacking players at England. Trent's crosses is something special. Like it's one of the best in the world after De Bruyne, you'd say. But if he is that awful defensively and as a defender, if you're that bad, like it is very worrying. Like I would like I think I would probably agree with what Gary Neville said. Like I would play Walker in the bigger games and then bring Trent on if needed. But in the smaller games, I would like in the less threatening games, I would probably have Trent in because you need someone like him to break a low block see I think you need to take Reese James so I'd be more inclined to go Reese James Carl Walker in recent four if well, Reece, Reece, Reece James well four. has proven that he can do it at Champions League level I mean tonight they beat Porto 2-0 um, and I mean yeah he, he's proven time and time again that he can perform at the big level and he's getting better and better um, he's done, he's done it for England as well so Carl Walker can always go into a five at the back in one of the one of the right centre back positions if yeah, that's what it has to come to. That's why I'm almost almost certain that he's going to make it. It's because of his versatility. Like he can play that right centre back role, and he can he can play right wing back and right back. Or Trent, you could, you'd have to say like he can only play right wing back. You not even like hint. You can't even rate him fully as a right back now just because of how bad he is defensively. So I think it's tough. Like because you'd say Trent on form is one of the best in the world, but his production has gone down offensively, so it's just it's it's a very very tough call. Like I would probably agree with Southgate either way what he does, but I think I don't know. I think it's too incredibly harsh to leave him out completely. Like if someone you can't just leave out someone that talented, if you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, it it would be a very bold call from Gareth Southgate to leave him out. It has to be said. But he's actually gonna make a lot. Like you look at Gary, you look at Neville. Sorry, George, this is a spoiler, but you look at Neville's and Carragher's squad. Like they left out Madison. Um, they left Sancho. Out, they left out Sancho, which is firstly I think that's embarrassing as well. Like you can't leave out someone that good. And yeah, Greenwood over Sancho. Sorry, I know you're an United fan, Hamath, but how can you even you can't go defence to that? You can't justify Greenwood being in. As I agree with what Gary's saying, it's the fact that like he only said he would bring in Greenwood as the natural finisher. Like he says, Greenwood is would is probably the second best finisher in in the country after Kane, and that's why he says he doesn't rate. He didn't rate Calvert-Lewin as a finisher. He didn't rate Rashford as a finisher. But he would back Greenwood to finish those chances. And I understand that. But Greenwood just hasn't done enough. Like, unless he goes on a crazy run to the end of the season, I'd say that's the only way he can make it make it to the squad. But he Sancho San- had... did it for England as well when he played for England as well. He scored I remember him scoring a good goal. So I, I think Sancho goes all day long. Yeah. I mean, apparently, I think he's in the top five for most appearances in the Southgate show. Like, in Southgate. Hmm. Since was he in his last England squad? Was he injured? He was injured. He was injured for the last injured, game. Yeah. So that's why. Yeah. It, but it's actually interesting. Like, there's going to be loads of people missing out. I think we both had we had Saka with Milan. 
Um, we had Saka in the squad, but it doesn't look like he's going to make it. And he's not going to be in consideration. Saka. Yeah, I, th- Saka. I thought he were due to his versatility, yeah. But so, but I guess wait, like they said, where are you going to fit him? Who are you going to take out? Yeah, it's because like left back is just nailed on. Like Chilwell scored again today. Shaw has been the best left back in the co- in the country this year, this season. So it's like the two left backs are confirmed. You don't need Saka for that versatility of left back because it's already mm. slot. It's already set. And then you look at midfield. We've got so many midfield options. Like you'd argue, you'd rob, you might have Bellingham as central midfielder over Saka. But then on the wing, we have. Again, so many options. So, again, it's harsh because he's been Arsenal's best player, but I just, I'm not sure. I don't see him being in the squad. It'd be quite embarrassing, actually, from an Arsenal fan's point of view, knowing that there's no Arsenal players in the Euro squad. Um, yeah, that's all. <laughs> that's all I have to well, say. About we, that. Ne- we 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 don't normally have that many, to be honest. No, but I mean, there's always a few. Do you remember that? Do you remember <laughs> there's, that there's, there's five? only a couple. Do you remember that core five? Like, was it Jenkinson, uh, Chamberlain? Yeah, they made a big deal out of that. They (laughs) made a big. It was like it was. It wasn't. Yeah, it was the core five, like British five. So Ramsey was there as well. I think Ramsey was the only one that really kind of stayed out a bit. Walcott was there as well, but. Look where where they all are now. Uh, Uh, What Gibbs, West Brom, Chamberlain to be fair, Liverpool not getting a game. Uh, who else it was there? You've got Ramsey, UV, Jenkinson, God knows where. I think we mentioned it in one of the first. Is he at Jenkinson. Forest? I don't even know, but I just want to say Jenkinson, I out. Jenkinson has scored the best own goal I've ever seen in my whole life. Like I still don't know how he scored it, but that own goal against Frankfurt is genuinely like just wow. Like if you have not watched it, please watch it. It's just insane. I'll never forget his goal for us against Norwich because. It was literally last game of the season. We weren't playing for anything, and he scored to make it two 0 And he celebrated like he scored in the World Cup final. It was so good. Can I say Jenkinson's the epitome of peak Arsenal? That we all thought he was class just since he was an Arsenal fan growing up, and he was rubbish. <laughs> he was so bad. I, I, I don't know. I, I liked him. I always liked him. He was a bit of a cult figure, but yeah, he was, he was not good. I mean, I say fair play. Like he probably grew up as an Arsenal fan, came through the academy. I tell you, I tell you, someone actually. So my England squad, like who who's been playing really well recently, is Jesse Lingard. Like, I I kind of wouldn't have even considered him really. Was he even in the tier list? We did. He, I think we, yeah, he was, but we both said it's too late for him to get in. But yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have considered him. But I mean, yeah, he's been so good, like recently, so so good. Can I say there's a one person in this podcast? Who last year tweeted this year was going to be Jesse Lingard's revival year? Amount Bagarafi stand up. <laughs> I'm standing up. I'm here. I'm here. Jesse Lingard army. We're here. <laughs> it's He's a, probably also tweeted a lot of other predictions that are. At, that no, are no, no, no. I'm mate. Oh, don't, don't. We don't want that negativity, George. <laughs> Look, I'm. I'm being genuinely honest here. Yeah, like Lingard's had so much hate for the past two and a half years, and the thing is, he's had so many off-field issues. Like you can understand why. Like he has not been performing, and I think like even last year he, he didn't have a goal and an assist the whole of last season. But again, he had so many off-field issues, and he was just in and out of the team. Like Oli never really fully gave him a chance, and especially this year, like he only played three cup games and he only started two of them. So it's like he just did not have one chance at all. There's just no confidence in him from Solskjaer, really. Um, but yeah. Doesn't make you think what other players are out there that everyone just thinks, oh, they're not good enough anymore. And if they got this opportunity, they'd be like Jesse Lingard again. Yeah, Maybe, but then Lingard had that. Lingard had that form, didn't he? 
like yeah. kind yeah. of previously to kind of back it up and to, to, to you know yeah. to suggest that okay he's you know he's a talented player but maybe his you time's up you really. could you could say Ozil's going to hit that form now he's, if he gets a good 10 run a game stuff like that that's kind of but like Ozil Ozil's different because Ozil actually got some fairly decent game time initially under Arteta um and towards the back end of Emery Emery's management and he wasn't wasn't really performing consistently at all um so I think that's I think that's quite different but yeah I, I mean I think Lingard kind of just stopped playing, didn't he? Because better players kind of came in and a lot of things happened with him off the field. What? Yeah. Um, it's the on-field thing. And then the big thing is literally the guy in his position that's ahead of him is Bruno. Bruno. Yeah. So it's like... Yeah, no, it's, so. It, the thing is, that's the thing. It's, it's impossible for him to ever be in the Man United starting lineup because Bruno was just an upgrade on him. But I think, like, just the way he's playing, I think the best thing is, like, as a Lingard fan, and, like, it's so good to see... Because so many people, again, hated on him, but I obviously believed but um i honestly think the best thing for every party is that west ham do make it permanent unless i was gonna say how how much do you think amount how much would you how much would you sell him for how much would you think would be a good amount for united to get given his recent four the thing is he's only i'm pretty sure he's only got a year left on his contract but united are notorious for being really bad sellers like we always either let people go for free or just sell them way under value like the pie uh, Yannis like so, so many players anyways but I think like it's a bit like Arsenal like as well 20, mate, yeah 20, 20 <laughs> I think 25 million to 30 million is more than fine because it's just like yeah I think really that's I was thinking 10 to 15 mil nah that's ridiculous mate that's ridiculous like Lingard because the thing is Lingard it's not even like Lingard's like old like I think he's still like 27, 28 so I would have I would have said about 50, 20 mil maybe yeah, I'll say I would have said. 20 to 30 million like it's not I think minimum. I think we should be able to get twenty five out of minimum really. Because the thing is, Lingard has a brand as well. I literally, saw on Instagram he uh, got seven million, seven million Instagram followers, and like apparently a West Ham source or something. There was a news yesterday that they want to keep Lingard at all costs. So I think he's that's very. He's, he's he's been very very good, but I I, I think you. I mean, I wouldn't want to make a deal with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's like Lingard um, again. He's very, he's insanely productive on the field, but on social media as well, he brings a lot. Like he brings a lot of interactions and stuff like that. So as a I can't community... really talk though, because I'm a football manager. Say if I sold Cameron Eden Hazard for Stefan Jovetic and like 15 million or whatever it was. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a, oh, that was a win. Those were the days. Sorry, I interrupted you, man. But it just came to my, it came to my memory. It was peak George Robbins, a football we, manager. Can, we, we had... can you expand on that deal, please? Because I'm just. I can't remember what it was, but it was early football manager. I hadn't really played it. I, I can remember. I wanted exactly. to get some money, and Cameron I sold Hazard to Cameron for like. So, Haman, what happened was George was quite new to football manager. You know, I've always normally beat George a football manager. That's how it tends to go in our friendship group. Uh, we started the moment, an easy, easy Man City Chelsea save. Me being Man City, him being Chelsea. It was a few years back. Chelsea had Hazard. Man City won. The, as great a team as they are now and first season I won everything there was Champions League Premier League League Cup FA Cup won it all and I was like I could do with a left winger and the only good left winger willing to join me was Edin Hazard so I offered George 50 million plus and he's like nah and I put in Stefan Jovetic in the deal and he accepted <laughs> it was it was it was a dodgy deal but to be honest I mean in terms of all the saves we've done since I think it's quite obvious who's had the most success and that's me so 
I've learned. I think that's lies, but let's not get. We could talk about this for hours, so let's not get drawn off on our football manager saves. We need to start playing our football manager save again, Cameron. It's just Jack Byrne. He's just a. He's a. He's a massive liability. He is. He is. He, he was. Hope he listens to this. Hope he listens to this. I just actually just had a look on Twitter, but Lingard's got the most points for a match. Quite crazy, isn't it? Since since he's come since he's come in to West Ham, he's got the most points for a match. So I hope everyone here. Owns him on FPL. Is that true? I don't have him at the moment. Um, George, 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 in, George, ten right weeks now, behind man. Robbins. FPL strikes again. No, I've just, I've, mate, I'm not even, I'm not even being funny. Like, I've not had a good season at all in FPL. But I, it's because I had like, I had like a period of like five or six weeks where I was getting absolutely no points at all. And then after that, it was just a case of just complete bad luck. Like, I honestly, George. I've been the most, I've been so unlucky this year on FPL. It's a joke. My team's not George, even that bad. You. You, George, you said this to me once when we were talking, and I checked your. I went and checked Jeff Peel that night, and you'd been starting Dale Stevens for the last six weeks, and had some boy called Voskins in your team. I don't even know who Voskins is. Yeah. Well, those, those. Uh, I'd, I'd one, I'd one, one of them starting. I think I had one shitter starting, and the, the rest were on my bench five weeks in a row because I couldn't you. afford them. Because I couldn't afford them. But I, I had a. Li- I mean, I, I had a little bit of a change around, and I've kind of learnt my mistakes now. Um, which I own up to, but at the same time, I've had incredibly bad luck this season. Well, the RFPL league is a two-horse battle between me and Hamam. Hamam's got about a very distant horse race. I'm just glad that someone actually is battling Hamam because we can't have him win it again. He's won it too many times. I know Jack won it last year, but well, not after what Timo warning. (laughs) I think he's I think he's in third place at the moment, which says it all. Is he coming? Is he catching up? (laughs) <laughs> How am I losing Jesse to a Lingard. bloke called the team called Timo Warnick? It's all a joke. <laughs> Give a take. Well, the thing is, FPL is just crazy. Like you know, the guy. The some guy people get who, so lucky. Yeah, like some people get so lucky. Like the guy who um, got the most points last week, he had the most by far. I think he had 114 points. He triple captain Ma- Matthias Pereira from West Brom. Who does that? Who does that? So it's like it's mad when you see some of them. Yeah, it's just insane you see some of them, but... I remember, I remember I saw one, it was like, Per Mertesack hadn't played for Arsenal in 18 months, and he played against, I think it was, was it Chelsea or something, got a clean sheet, scored a goal, got an assist or something, and three people had triple captained him, he hadn't played for two years. Yeah, it's crazy though, but it's like, there's like 4.5 million players, so probably it's... No, it's, like, it's more than that, it's like 8 million. Is it 8? Jesus, but... Yeah, we're, like 8 we're, million. We're saying George, all this, George in the 7th million. We're, we're saying all this because we are going to launch a top of tier fantasy... Um, League Premier League group next year, so please be on the lookout for well, that. Yeah, well, well, yeah, please be on the lookout for that, and as well, we I mean, we just did a tournament, haven't we? FIFA tournament, um, yeah, FIFA tournament, and it's the one that we announced last week. We've got another one out, yeah, mid May, but the official awards, like, <laughs> let's just have the official awards ceremony. In third place, we had Cam John Miller who beat George. Oh. Know, you, didn't have to, a, you just it, didn't have to say that, mate. Third place is irrelevant. You didn't have to say that. Yeah, can, can I point out what was the game in the first? It was Rangers Celtic. Yeah. Rangers Celtic and uh, George. What was the score? Was it like six one in the end? I scored two. I think. Okay, six two. Like well, five I or that, six I hope two. That made yourself feel better there. That extra goal. Being battered by Cameron Fever is something I've never experienced before. So it was yeah, it was quite upsetting. But to be honest, by yeah, that I, point, I was top goal not making my excuses. Though. You deserved it. But like by that point, I'd kind of like. I've had enough of FIFA. <laughs> Not making my excuses, but these are the reason you beat me. 
second place <laughs> we had Sim and first place we had Zaffa. Zaffa the trophy has been sent to Zaffa, so we'll reveal that in the podcast soon, once as soon as it gets back gets to it. Yeah. But again we're having another tournament next month, so I hope anyone listening, if they're interested, jump on. Yeah, that's the thing. We played we played the tournament with loads of our mates, really. So, I mean, it'd be very good if people that listen to this that, I don't know, we've never met or just listen to this out on, you know, on a whim, then, you know, just try and, you know, get involved. Follow, follow us on Instagram. And then if we post um, something about it, then, yeah, just get involved, drop us a message. Definitely, definitely. I've already got two people that are, that listen to podcasts that would be interested in too. So, um, cool. there will be, like, there's no... Yeah, we'll just see how many people are interested and we'll have the format ready and all that. But definitely get in touch. Um, just quickly before you get on to the last format, um, Cameron, who's winning Champions League? After you saw what um, even City won, like, the night, and then you saw what um, PSG beat Bayern, who, who's winning Champions League? So I think I think Man City, but it all depends on Pep. If he does a repeat of Leon and overthinks a game like that, then he could lose it. But I think on their day, Man City are the best team this year. Yeah, I think I've kind of changed my mind. Yeah. Um, that as well. I, I think. I, yeah, I think the only thing that will kind of let them down is if yeah, Pep kind of does something, overthinks something, does something too tactical. Um, yeah, because I think on their day and they've proven this season they're the best team in the world at the minute. And Bayern against PSG looked really shaky. I know they're without Lewandowski, but at the back, sickly. Um, as, right. Again, as I said, I think PSG will be outsiders with, you know, Neymar and Mbappe. But, um, yeah, I think City look the strongest team at the moment. Yeah, I fully agree. Like, you'd say Neymar and Mbappe is the best duo left in, in the competition. Yeah. Like, while City have by far the strongest team. And I think even the game today, like, Bayern could have easily scored. I think you said it just before the podcast. Oh, Bayern, it could have been like 10 all. Like Bayern had 31 shots today. So anything could have really happened. But they did look shaky. And it's like just the individual quality of Neymar and Mbappe stood out. Like that pass from Neymar was just insane. A joke. Of an can, I, can I just say shout out to Juppe Motin by the way starting in the Champions League quarterfinal. Did you, did you see the stat by the way on Twitter today? That, uh, from the Stoke 18-19 relegation season. There's been a member of that squad has been in the Champions League quarterfinal since 2004. That's insane. What a That's absolutely insane. <laughs> that is crazy. Uh, to be honest, I mean, he probably wouldn't. He wouldn't have played anyway. It's just Lewandowski's injury. Yeah, he's out he for didn't both look too legs. bad. He's up for both legs as well, Lewandowski. So I don't. Know he, how... he has the best. He has the be- he has the best agent anyway. True yeah, promoting, like the fact he's managed to get a move to that club and played and PSG, PSG before. As well. as a joke. Yeah. yeah. For sure, for sure. But yeah, I'm going to go for City as well. I just don't think... like I think the only chance is if the other side of the draw, like Real Madrid, I think, could beat them one in a one-off game. So hopefully... hopefully yeah, Madrid, Madrid looked strong actually hopefully, the other day, but... Hopefully Real Madrid do it. But I think, again, again, I think it was more Liverpool's flaws that they exploited rather than Real Madrid being insanely good. So that's one hmm. thing, but yeah. George? Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, so our usual segment that we end with... Um, where we basically name players' career path, and if they have to guess the player, I'll be giving the three players this week. Give them out for go at the game. Um, go, although I mean, Cameron's football knowledge is quite good with niche players, so Cameron could be quite good at this. I think. Um, oh, I I've, I've tried to, to do George. differing kind of. I think I think two of them. I think you might get quite easily. Okay. okay but I'll, so I'll give you. I'll give you the first one. So the f- first player. So. Norwich, nineteen ninety six to two thousand. 
2000-2001 Coventry City. Darren Huckabee. Uh, <laughs> no. No, actually, sorry. 2000-2005. 2005 Celtic on loan. 2005 to 2006, no, Blackburn. 2006 2007, Liverpool. 2007 to 2009, West Ham. 09 to 2009 to 2011, Man City. 2010 to 2011 on loan, Cardiff. Oh, Craig Bellamy. Craig Bellamy, there you go. Oh, God. Ah, that and took me a lot longer than it should. That I took knew me you'd a get it when I said Cardiff. I just do. Yeah, <laughs> I do. That so was Cardiff on load, then Liverpool 2011-12 and Cardiff again 2012. I didn't know he started at Norwich. Oh, that really confused me. I, I would think I would have got earlier if I didn't hear the Norwich one. I just didn't know he started there. I think I missed out the team, you know? Because he played yeah, for I Newcastle, sure didn't he? Yeah, I was going to say, there was no yeah, Newcastle I mention. New... Yeah, I said I said 2000-2001 Coventry. I must have missed out Newcastle after that. Yeah, no, I should have known. Yeah, I, thought he, I thought he had like a good... To be fair, I should have known yeah. City. Like he scored enough. He scored a few really insane goals against us, especially in that four-three thriller that finish from the left, from the left side. Three Man City. Yeah, for City. You said Coventry. I thought you said Coventry City. I was like, I do not no, remember saying, him saying, scoring I'm Coventry. I'm saying I, 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 should, I should have known him based on the fact yeah. that you said Coventry and City. Yeah, I think I was thinking of two niche players. Darren Huckabee was maybe a bit too niche. Not for a bad shout. Not a bad shout. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so next player. This might be easier, actually. Um, 2000-2004, Sevilla. 2004-2007, Arsenal. Reyes. There you go. <laughs> That's, See, fair, Cam- Cam's on fire, mate. You can't have Arsenal players when you have an Arsenal fan. You can't have I, I, was, I was expecting at least a wee Rangers number to be here at some point. I did, I did this like... quite quickly, really. So, I mean... I didn't really. Mikel Arteta's got a good career. He should have done for that. So is your dad, Rangers. So after Arsenal, Reyes was at Real Madrid. Atletico Madrid, Benfica, Sevilla, Espanyol, and Cordoba. Was twenty eighteen. There's there's a couple of like shitter like kind of random clubs that he was at before he died. Um, but I, I didn't really think you'd have a clue <laughs> who they were. Um, yeah. So this 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 what, so this last one. Give me a chance. <laughs> this last one might should, be should, hard. Should I, t- should I tell Should I tell you when I've got it, Hamad? If you give you an extra few uh, extra just, round to get it, just text me it. Text me it. <laughs> the, the thing is, after Darren Huckabee shout, this probably isn't even hard for Cameron. Like, uh, anyway, so 1990, 1994 to 1999, Derby County. 1919 to, 1999 to 2000, Blackburn Rovers. Robbie Savage. Nope. 2000 to 2002, Coventry City. Again, sorry. 2002 to 2008, Everton. 2008 to 2010, Birmingham City. And 2010 to 2011, Coventry City again. Can you repeat that, George? That's actually a good one. So, 1994 to 1999, Derby County. 1999 to 2000, Blackburn Rovers. 2000-2002, Coventry City. 2002 to 2008, Everton. He was at Everton for a decent amount of time. Birmingham City, 2008 to 2010. And 2010 to 2011, Coventry again. What year was he at Blackburn again? Everton. What year? Two thousand two to two thousand Everton. No, two it wasn't at Blackburn. Oh, nineteen ninety nine. Sorry, two thousand. Oh, you got me here. Wait, let me think. Oh, there'll be people shouting. Everton. Down. Just think Everton. I think two thousand two yeah, to two thousand eight Everton. I, uh, can you is say... it David Dodd? No. Can you say what position? Yep. Or is that too easy? 
Centre mid. Clint Osman. Are you sure it's not David Dunn? It's a niche. It's a niche shout. It's a niche. It's a, it's a niche player. There'll be people shouting down at whatever they're listening on right now, calling us idiots. It's not an obvious one. I just think if life, if you know some niche Everton players, you've been at Everton for quite a long time. Lee Carsley. What a shout! There we go. Is Ashley? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I get in. Cam John Miller. Whips Clutch out Lee Carsley. I want to see. I want to see. I have no clue. I want to see. Yeah, that was hard. It like oh, it, the, the first two were niche. easy, and that was hard. Like I, I can't. Even, I can't remember the bloke, mate. I would have not won that. He looked like he looked like Thomas Gravison. Yeah, I was gonna say like if if you really couldn't get it, I would have just said bald. I, I would have thought one of you would have got it. Because <laughs> Gra- Gravison played for Real Madrid, didn't he? And Celtic. Yeah, that's mad. You know what? Um, yeah, I think he's Matt's a, better, he's a billionaire at the, now. better at the hosting of that. But there we go. Cameron Miller, clean sweep. What can I, mean, I say? I got, damn, I got swept. I got swept. To be fair, man, for is Cameron Miller. Like he's he knows these kind of things. You know what? Bring we're bringing him back on some other day, and I want a rematch. I want a <laughs> just 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 a whole podcast of me versus him at forty nil. I should play him really. Can you, you, need get, you need to get a special guest host in to read it out. <laughs> but all right, but yeah. So that's uh, another podcast recorded. Pleasure to have you on again, Cameron. Oh, thank you. It's been a pleasure to be on again, boys. Till next time. Indeed, time third time for sure. You you are a favourite guest. Oh God, <laughs> Sim's crying right now. In tears. <laughs> I said that deliberately, so he so he would sob. I mean, I haven't said I I don't agree with that opinion, but <laughs> wait. So so you don't think I'm your best? Guess who do you think was our best guest? I don't want to comment, but for our 50th episode, we're going to do a tier list for all of our guests. <laughs> <laughs> tier list for all of our mate. We definitely have that many people. <laughs> we, will. we will. I've got. I've already got next person lined up for next week. So again, I can't wait to get Marvin Sordell on and grill him. <laughs> all right, perfect. Thank you very much, Cameron. Have a good day, Thank my boys. boys. See you later. Thank you. Bye.